Hey guys, welcome to What's Your Story podcast, where I welcome on some of my favorite guests to speak about their testimonies. Because in Revelations chapter 12, verse 11, it speaks about how we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimonies. So I pray that as you listen to these conversations, that you truly just feel like you're sitting here with us and just taking in the glory of God and His goodness and believing that you too can overcome. And I hope these stories help you. probably should have just turned the volume down right there. <laughs> Everybody, we have Cher on today, and Cher is my very best friend. Woo, give it up for Cher. I hope you're clapping with me right now. I'm feeling the love. <laughs> Compose ourselves. One, breathe with me now. Two. <laughs> okay. Share on every episode, we like to start it off with a prayer, um, just for hopes to reach at least one lost person or someone that's just struggling right now that this podcast could help. So that's really why I have guests on is just so that they can share their testimony. So if you'd like to go ahead and pray over this episode. God, I just thank you for um, this day and I thank you for this time with Tiffany and that we can um, learn and grow from each other and that. Uh, whoever listens to this, God, that you would just ease their mind, God, that you would comfort them. Lord, if they have a troubled heart or if they feel like they're just in a storm right now and um, they're watching all the waves crashing around their boat, God, that you can speak um, peace be still in their circumstances and they know that um, they can trust you and know that you're going to calm the wind and the waves. Your word says that the wind and waves have to obey you, Lord, and that I just pray that people realize that that same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of them, God, and we have um, authority when we are Christians and we believe in you and your word, and I just pray that we would uh, rise up, and in this moment, God, that me and Tiffany, as iron sharpens iron, can sharpen one another and just be encouraged, and I just thank you for this time, and I thank you so much for your love for me, and I thank you for... um, my life and everything you've taught me and uh just pray that you can keep teaching me more jesus name amen amen that was good okay and so every time i have a guest on i like to tell them something that i've learned from them and how it's helped me to be a better christian and with you there's so many because i was i spent so much time with you but i think one of um the biggest things i've learned from you from the beginning is how much you invest, um, how much you invest in people and the way that you do it. Like you're very, I don't want to say quiet, but you just sit and like really focus on someone without saying a word first and like really like noticing what's around their surroundings, why they think certain things or, um, what is actually going on in their life that maybe they haven't told you, but you've like, you are aware of that. So you take that into part with how, you interact with them, things that you say, the way you leave cards is really amazing and it inspires a lot of people and it inspires me to leave cards and um, more notes for people and just to check in on people. So how did you, um, how did you, did you always have that in your life to know to pour into people and to be aware of like their surroundings to just to stop and to listen and focus on them or did, is that something that you, you do know that God gave that to you or is it just something that um, maybe was in your environment and you um that's a good question <laughs> I think that just like um maybe like a stillness like I've always I was really really quiet like as a little kid um like really shy and um I always like to like be around older people like a lot and um I grew up um Whenever I was, I was born in North Carolina, and then my mom moved back to West Virginia, and we moved in with her grandma, my great-grandmother, um, so she helped take care of me a lot, so I was around a lot of older people, and I guess I just got comfortable in that, but I've just been, like, a, more of, like, a reserved person, and I have to feel comfortable to, like, open up, but I just feel like I've always been really observant, and I like to, like, listen to people, and I... 
I don't mind, like, I feel like that's an important aspect of communicating because literally, like, if you look up communicating, it's so much more than just the words we say. Like, people Mm -hmm. pick up so much on, like, my body language or, like, the tone. And, like, I could say, Tiff, I love you. Or I could be like, you know, like, Tiffany, like, I love you. Like, you know, there's just difference, like, so much and like, picking up on stuff like that and just, like... A lot of times I think about um, when people will say, you know, like, you'll check on them, like, how are you doing? Or they'll say, I'm okay. Like, but really, like, listening, like, what are they saying? Like, mm-hmm. just in the way that they said that. Or, like, and that's something you do really, really well. And I've noticed, like, for me and myself, the way that you, you just always check on me or, like, you truly just sit and listen. Like, in the way, like, you just look at somebody when you're listening. And then I've been able to see you do that with other people. And you're just, like, they will sit and talk and feel... That's another thing that I want to add is that you bring this peace. Honestly, this is probably my favorite thing about you. You bring this peace just with your presence and of who you are. It's like you let people feel so safe. And I don't, I think you know that, but I don't know if you've always known that about yourself. But you just, when Cher comes in the room, you just feel like, well, like, okay, yeah, like this is peaceful. And if it's just a group of people or if it's just one-on-one, like you know that she really is like listening to you and it's not like she's overlooking you like some people may be in the room it's like no share is like right there she's very intentional with her words literally and that's another thing I could probably ramble on forever about you but like you're very intentional about your words me I get so excited and just like blurt anything out because I just I'm very an excited person and you are just like you hold back and really think about every word before you say and sometimes I'm just sitting like okay yeah like what's what's she getting ready to say like I'm just so excited to to hear like the encouragement or um this honestly just the truth that you're about to like speak to into think, me you know like because I think like just even from like a biblical standpoint like our words have so much power and like what am I about to like release into your life like mm-hmm. Especially if people ask me my opinion on something, um, or if they come to me, like, with advice, like, even if I know that they want me to answer, like, right then, like, I really genuinely try to, like, think, okay, like, what did they just ask me? Like, what am I about to say? And I know, like, I'm, I can be super goofy, and, like, my personality is, like, sarcastic, so sometimes, like, I just say stuff, like, but, like, if I'm being, like, I try to be super genuine, in, like, my relationships with people, and, um, that's one thing, like, I think is super important, is just being, like, real, and, um, God's, like, just, I mean, like, both of us, like, we know, like, so much about vulnerability and just being open, and that's a whole nother topic, but, like, I think just being, like, genuine in, like, your words, because if I don't mean what I'm saying to you, like, and then it's pointless to say it, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but I think that that's really important, just being, like, intentional even in your actions, and, I don't know, since I was little, I think my mom, my grandparents, for sure, like, really instilled in me in, like, um, like, finishing things through, and, like, if I commit to, um, doing an activity, or if I say I'm going to do something for somebody, like, you follow through, like, if you said you're going to do something, then you need to commit to doing that, even if, I mean, that's, like, a silly example, but, not silly, but, like, I think, like, this seems small, like, I need to have some grand example but like you know like if I say hey I'm gonna rake leaves for you for you know three weeks then I need to do it just because I'm tired two weeks through and I'm like oh it's just one more week no I told you I was gonna do three weeks so that's what I need to and like commit to what you say and I don't know I know that that for sure like just like small stuff and I know um I don't know I think definitely um the environment, too, like, going back to the original question of just being, like, present, I think, um, my great-grandmother, like, she, um, was a music teacher for 40 years, um, but she, uh, would let me, like, be very creative, and, like, those are the things that I love, but she let me, like, have an imagination, and I'm really grateful for that, and, um, I think that, too, like, made me very, like, aware because she let me just like do I'm not just do whatever but like be who you are yeah like mm-hmm. she would let me have like a restaurant and she would let me actually cook the food and like I would come up with like the menu and like one thing that is one of my favorite memories like with her is like she let me always have little church services in her living room and 
I love doing that. And her neighbor would come over and I, uh, she would let me go get her change jar out and I would pull out change for them to give me an offering. <laughs> I handed it out. I said, okay, here's, this is going to be for the offering. And I would pick out what this song. This your top, your 10%. <laughs> I know your income. <laughs> and then I would pick out like what songs I wanted her to play out of the hymnal. And then she would play them for me on her piano and we would have an offering and then I would get up and I would say whatever our message was for that day and I would tell them and I was like, those really are like some of my favorite memories was like being with her and I can remember sitting on her lap like before I would go to sleep and she would sing to me like, I don't know, like it was just really like, I know she was very intentional with me and maybe I didn't understand that then, but like, I don't know. I guess it just kind of like being in that and like soaking that up like I know she was very invested and I think too like our society now is so technology heavy like Mm -hmm. kids like miss out on stuff like that and just because we are like so into our phone and social media and stuff and just being so present and like I'm intentional with my time like with Mm -hmm. you and I think I really did because she watched me all the time like when I was little until I did go to daycare and stuff but Um, when I was, like, really younger, but before I was old enough to go to preschool and stuff, I spent a lot of time with her. Like, I would go with her when she would have, like, choir rehearsals at different churches and stuff, because she played for another church besides, like, at her own church, her home church for them, and I don't know. I was around a lot of adults, like, older, like, not just, like, when you think of grown-ups, like, people who were retired, and, like, I don't know. I think that's why. I had such an old, old soul, soul. Mm-hmm. yeah, too, is because I was around a lot of older people. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense hearing that and just, like, knowing who you are now because I obviously didn't know you back then and just how how very intentional you are. And you're very in the moment with someone. And it sounds like that's how your great-grandma was, like, for you, you know. She wasn't off doing whatever she had to do that day. She said, okay, well, this is what Cher wants to do. Let's... Let share be share for right now. And the, literally, like, saying that, like, God just showed me, like, that's what, that's what you do for people. It's like, okay, well, let's Tiffany, let's let Tiffany be Tiffany for right now. Or let's, whoever is with you in that moment, let's let them be them for right now. And just listen to, to see them in that moment. That's really good. How do you feel like you, um, how do you steward that? Like, do you ask, like, mm-hmm. God to kind of help you with that? Or do you ever notice that sometimes you don't do it so well, and then you ask God to help you with that? Or... Um, I feel like I have gotten sucked into the whole, you know, um, this is my phone, like, let me get on this. And I do, like, if I know this is my time with this person, like, if I'm going to go out to, um, dinner with me and a friend, like, we've planned this, like, this is our time together, Mm -hmm. or that's, like, your friend date, or whatever it is, um, I try to make sure, like, this is, like, our time that we plan to take out together. And, like, right now, I feel like God's reminded me, like, you know, like, it's okay to make a date with him, too, because that's awesome. Like, mm-hmm. you know, set in this time, we need to do that. Like, set in this time to be invested. Like, I'm not going to let something else distract me. That's okay if I get ten phone calls. Like, if it's not super important for this moment, like, I can call them back because I had this time with just you. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, I definitely fail on that, like... I check my phone when I'm with people or if I'm in a big group and everybody's on their phone, then I'll, you know, like do that too or whatever. Or even just like when you think of like family functions and everybody's like all together, there's times that everybody's like on the phone or doing their own thing. And I don't know. I definitely think you can ask God to help you like, um, increase things because, Uh, our personality, like, all these traits um, that he's given us that really help people, that we're like that for a reason. So, there's things that he's told me to pray um, for myself, like, things that he wants to, like, increase in me, and for me to use those things better, or they're there, and he's showing me, hey, this is something that I did on purpose, Mm -hmm. and it's really going to help somebody if you know how to use this better. I think that's such a good point because I think me and Kenzie were talking about that the other day that there are certain characteristics about yourself that nobody else has and the enemy wants to come and attack those specific characteristics to make you feel like 
oh, I don't need to show those. And that's what somebody needs and God like specifically put in you. So that's such a good point. And he's, and I've never thought about it the way that you just said, like God like points it out to you to teach you how to use it. That's good. Sorry. Go ahead. But I know like, I mean, you know, the Holy Spirit's like our best teacher because I mean, what you're talking about, if nobody else is like me like that, who else is going to teach me how to do that other Mm -hmm. than if he's going to guide me through this and show me, like, what am I supposed to do with this? That's just, like, a baby. Like, you go give them a frying pan. Like, they're not going to use it the right way. So, (laughs) you know, like, I need help. But, yeah, yeah, I think it's awesome. Like, I've definitely prayed for, like, peace for myself. Not for myself, but, like, people to feel peace when they're around me and people to feel love when they're around me. Not that I just sit around like every single day. I'm just like, God, give me this this presence of peace. <laughs> you know, like there's times when I feel like he's telling me, okay, stop and pray and like it'll go towards that. I'm like, I didn't even know I needed to be saying that. But like, yeah, he'll just tell me, hey, pray for this. And I've noticed like after I um, do things like that, people will mention it. I'm like, wow really good share and I love hearing you talk about it because I see you do it but I don't always know why you do those things or how you learned how to do those or why that is a part of your character I remember one summer before we were super close I messaged you and I'll never forget this summer but I felt really led and this is something also I've learned from you and I'm like so thankful for our friendship because I believe that our friendship is legit the iron sharpens the iron. Like, if there's something I'm filling in, like, you come along and you sharpen me in that. And if there's something that, I don't know, I don't know what's going on inside <laughs> of you, but I feel like God would use me for that, mm-hmm. like, for you. Like, if there's something that you're struggling with, then he'll, like, send me along. But, okay, like, pray about this for share. Like, encourage her mm-hmm. about this and, like, show her that, like, she is, like, an amazing person. Like, she is an amazing dancer. And, like, tell her that this is something God has, like, called her to do and to be... Um, so sincere and just to bring the love of Jesus in that. So, um, I remember one summer, um, I was really learning that with you and just was like, man, like this is legit, like such a godly friendship that I'm so thankful for because you were back home in Beckley and I was outside and in the summertime, I try to spend every morning outside reading at least like a chapter or just spending time with God because it seems like that's the only time in my life that is like slow. Mm -hmm. And so I just really want to invest in God in those mornings. And I think that was the first summer that God was like teaching me to do that, like to spend my mornings with him outside because I love nature. And I felt really, really led for some reason to text you and to ask you what was your favorite um, verse or favorite story in the Bible. And at first I really wasn't going to do it. And, um, the spirit just kept telling me like, no, like God was like, text her, like ask her that. And I was like, well, I don't know. She might think this is is so random. She might think this is crazy. Now, like if people see the stuff that we, (laughs) it's like, girl, go ahead, text that text 5,000 times. But anyways, I asked you that and I said, what is your favorite, um, Bible verse or scripture? And you like immediately came back with, when Mary was, um, was it Mary? Mm-hmm. I always get that mixed up. But when she was worshiping um, Jesus and she just poured that out. And what you said, I was like, gosh, like I didn't even know. And that's how amazing like our father is. Like he knows what we need before we even need it. And he knew like that's something that you could provide for me because he put that in you. Like what you were saying earlier and just how like you do, like you just follow the spirit. And that's something that... um that I needed at this moment in my life and God really just paired us up and we're both just always like, Hey, did you see what like Jesus just said? Like God is telling me to go pray with this person. And we're both like, okay, let's go. (laughs) But anyways, like you like just follow Jesus within that. And you answered and said, this was, this is what it is. And you went all out. Like, go ahead and talk about like why that scripture means so much to you. I remember you asking me, I'm pretty sure it was like story because that's, I, well, I can think of both examples because it's still like two things that have really like impacted me. But, um, like Mary, I just really like like her heart of worship in that moment, like because she didn't care. And I remember like that's something that I remember because I remember saying something about like even with everybody like watching her and thinking, oh, like she's being too much, like 
you know, in our terms today. Like, she's so extra. Like, mm-hmm. it don't <laughs> take all that, girl. Like, But, you know, like, she did it anyways. And, like, her heart, like, for Jesus and how much she loved him and just um, being at his feet, you know. Like, if you think about somebody's feet, you know, like, her just being there and just, like, worshiping him and just pouring her heart out to him and literally pouring out something so expensive and, like, just thinking about our worship and, like, how much is it costing us and like how far are we willing to go to just be at his feet and just pour out our heart to him and going back to the whole vulnerability thing like it really has like God telling me like it's okay to just be who you are right now in this moment like with me because I forget who said that but like if you I think it was at the um Bibles and brunch like I really like Bibles and is that the right order brunch and bobbles bobbles i think it is bobbles and brunch <laughs> and princeton at lifeline but um oh, yeah just like going to your therapist and you're not like being open and honest like how can they help you and like if i'm not going to be open like with god like where i'm at right now like how is he going to help me you know like if i'm like halfway you know saying like what's going on with me he can't like meet me where i'm at because i'm not even being honest like where i'm at you know just I mean, he already knows, so yeah. why can't I just, like, tell him? But I think that's really important, and just being where I'm at and just, like, letting go of that and just, if I'm willing, you know, a lot, he keeps giving me this phrase, but, like, you know, sometimes, like, resting in him, just, like, falling apart and letting mm-hmm. myself be broken before him so that he can help me be together, like, the way he wants me to be. Yeah. But, yeah. I do love Mary. Yeah. And then my other favorite story, I don't know, I'll go ahead and throw it out there, but, (laughs) um, well, I don't know, like, so much, it's crazy how much, so much can change, like, in a short amount of time, like, just a couple of years, and, like, where you're at, because forever, like, these two things, like, really, but it's just cool how, like, in a, um, short amount of time or just like depending on the seasons you're going through how much like the same bible like his word never changes but how he'll use one specific area to really speak to you or like oh wow like right now these are my favorite but I mean these things still like there's something that's always going to stick out to me because of like the common theme I think is like not caring what everybody else thinks and I think that's something that really speaks to me because it's easy to get caught up in oh, well, everybody else is going to think I'm so strange right now doing, mm-hmm. you know, whatever to be close to God, but they just didn't care. Like, that's all they cared about. And sorry, I guess I should say what this is, but like, so David, like worshiping and like dancing out of his mm-hmm. clothes. I'm like, you know, like him just being so committed and saying, if this bothers you, like, well, you haven't seen anything yet, you know, kind of thing. And just like, you know, not caring, because I just want to go after God, like, with everything inside of me, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what you think of me, like, I care about what he says, and and something cool that um, a friend recently told me, I was just talking about, like, different things, like, people encouraging me, and just like, wow, like, you think, you know, that highly of me, like, man, that's crazy to me, and just like, you specifically, like, when you were talking about earlier, about iron sharpening iron, like, I think God uses you a lot to, like, hold me accountable that, you know, sometimes we're like, oh, like, I can't do this, or, Mm -hmm. you know, God doesn't want me to do that, or he wouldn't want to use me, or just, like, being down, like, you know, like, I feel like God uses you a lot in my life to tell me, no, like, don't be like that, you better, like, rise up to what I'm telling you you need to do, kind of thing, but Mm -hmm. I was just thinking about, I was, like, talking about how, you know, like, oh my gosh, like, everybody thinks, like, crazy, like, how can I, like, live up to that? Like, man, you think the world of me, but, um, which I'm grateful for, like, that's awesome, and it's really encouraging, too, but they told me, they were saying, like, well, if you're trying to live up to people's expectations, like, that's the problem, like, you need to be focused on, like, God's expectations of you, and, like, try to live up to his standards, like, and then you won't have to worry, yeah, like, what people think of you, and, like, you know, that is so, like, true, like, having your focus on that, like, it's great to have friends or encouragement or whatever, but really, like, have your main focus on, like, what God what says. What God's saying. Yeah, because we're going to fail people, you know, like, 
when um, talking to Kyle, like, that's something that really stuck out to me that night when he said that, like, me and him and Mackenzie were praying after service, and um, he said, you know, like, like, God can't even please everybody, like, keep them happy, like, how do you expect you to do that, and I'm like, so we're gonna fail people, like, they're gonna be let down by us at some point, so why not try to just only, like, live Mm -hmm. up to God? Yeah, I think it is important to live up to what God says, because that's who created you, you know, like, I didn't create you, so I can't tell you what to do, you know what I mean, so if we, and that's such a good point, because if we try to live up to what um, your neighbor, whoever that may be, Mm -hmm. what they see you as, then that's not really even fair to you, or fair to your neighbor, or fair to anyone around you, because their expectation of you still isn't even as great as God's expectation Mm -hmm. of you. So you're still gonna, you're gonna fall short in that aspect as well. But if you just focus on God and like what his expectation of you is, like we as human, like we're still going to fail as humans. And, but God, it's cool too. And going back to the point that you said, like just resting while Mm -hmm. you're falling and like being broken because he will put you back to where you exactly where you need to be. So that's such a good point to fall into, um, yeah, just while you're falling, just be in his rest and let his expectation of you be your goal and just to your focus, really. So that's really good. I think you do a good job of that. Even if, you know, you do feel like you fail, we're going to fail. Like we're not Jesus, you know? Yeah. So, and that's what's so sweet of God to, to just hold us while we're falling it's like, it's going to be okay. Like you, you came back to me and it was just like, like God, like help me fix this, you know, instead of like wandering off and like being broken forever, then you're so miserable. But if you just realize that God can do that for you and to like people's expectations, like we only see a certain portion of somebody's life. Like Mm -hmm. God knows everything like about us, like in those moments. And I think that's something easy to get caught up to. Like man, like, they think, you know, I've got all this, this, and this, and, like, if they only knew, like, how hard it is for me to do those things that they think are, like, wow, you know, like, yeah, and I think that, too, is an important part of being vulnerable, because that really encourages people, like, oh, well, you're human, too, you know. Yeah, let's touch on that, and, okay, so, you know, when someone, and, like, when you first, like, give your life to God, And you think that you have to have it all together. You think that you have to live so perfect. And that's so hard to do. And we're going to fail. And Paul talks about that. We die daily. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, we sin and die daily. So, for if there's anything that, any advice that you could give for, like, a new Christian who, and, like, something about your walk and how you've been able to do that or ask God to help you and just realize, okay, yeah, like I am going to fail, but God's always going to be there to help me. Because I think so many people who first step into Christianity and have asked Jesus to be their savior, you know, and they feel like everybody is staring at them. Like, how am I going to do this? They expect me to be so perfect there again. They're looking at their Mm -hmm. peers and their expectations of them rather than God. So how, Like, do you have anything that would be helpful for someone to... I think two things, not... I don't know if this is really two things, but the way it's popping in my head is, like, two things. Like, comparison is such, like, a lot of the enemy. Like, he uses that tool so much. Like, if I can get focus off of my life and I'm, like, looking at you, like, you know, like, oh, wow, like, Tiffany's got this going on. Like, wow, look at how Tiffany can like speak to those people out there like listen to like the boldness and passion she has like man I wish I could do that you know that's great if it's encouraging me but if I'm listening to myself and everything I'm saying is making me feel worse about myself then first of all I need to stop doing Mm -hmm. that and like get in the word and understand what God says about me and understand his promises because I think if my foundation is not in my identity in Christ like I'm not going to understand who I'm called to be as a person, like, he'll show me, like, all these things that he wants to use in me, but I need to understand how he even, like, feels about me, and if I don't know, I think that, I guess that's a good piece of advice, know what God says about you, I think that's really important for anybody, for any Christian, that's important for me, because I know, like, certain times, if I'm not, like, focused on, that makes it easy for me to beat my own self up, Mm -hmm. is, definitely, we're so human, 
because we're human, but, like, <laughs> we don't work the same way as God. Like, when I, like, I could punch Tiffany, she's going to remember that even if I say sorry to her. Mm-hmm. If I punch God and I mean that when I'm like, God, I messed up and I'm sorry and, you know, like, I want to repent of this and I want to move on and I need you to help me, like, learn how to do this. He says he's going to forget it. Like, yeah. we, that's and such a hard thing to grasp for us because yeah. it's like, oh, gosh, like, I did that. Like, even the next day I'm going to be like, Wow, remember when I just punched you, God? God like, nope. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah like, you know, like that's so hard to like. Does it matter wrap what your it brain was? Around. Yeah, because you could have done something like really crazy, and if you truly go to God and like just say like, "Lord, I'm so sorry," like, "Please forgive me," and you you mean it with your whole heart, like He won't, like He will never remember that again. He will truly forgive you. Yeah, it's just crazy. Such so a good I think, point. Like, share. understanding your identity <clears throat> and. Don't compare your walk to someone else. I think it's great to be encouraged. Like, Mm -hmm. wow, like, look at Tiffany's life. Like, look at how God's using her. Like, I want to be hungry like that. Like, I want to know, look how God's revealing to her, like, what he wants her to do and what her purpose is. Like, I want that. Like, I want to seek God for myself. Like, that's awesome, but not to be um, consumed in comparison. I think that's really, you know, not healthy. I just read the other day... um... I think it was in first or second Corinthians and Paul um, was writing the letter to the church and he told them that it is, um, it is not wise to compare. And so he just flat out said that. So why, like we constantly do in our society has yeah, really like try to enforce that, like in the way that we think about everything, like look at commercials or the way that young girls compare themselves to, to their classmates or and even their moms will do that. Like, oh, well, so-and-so does this better than you. And it's just like, our, like in our society, it's okay for our mothers to, to talk to us that way. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, yeah. we're so far from what God wants us and where God wants us to be. And I think that's a really good point, Cher, especially with um, when you said to know how God feels about you. Because so many times I think that... Um, a lot of people don't come to Christ because they think that he can never love them because of what they've done. Or when they do come to Christ, they feel like they've already failed him too much and they give up. But that's that's not the case at all. Like Jesus Christ loves you no matter what you've yeah. done. The men that were beside, I'll never get over that. The men that were beside him on the crosses, one was mocking Jesus and the other, who deserved to be on that cross, asked Jesus, like, will you like pretty much like, will you save me? And Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise. And that man deserved to be on that cross. And Jesus was like, I don't care. Like, I love you. And this is, this is why I'm on the cross. So I can help you while you're on your cross and take that from you. And so I think that's really good advice to know how God feels about you. Don't compare and, um, just know what God, God's expectation is of you and that he will, um, forget all of your sins you know and that's not to say to you know go be crazy but i think too like um he's really shown me just like when we feel like oh you know like i can't come to him or i can't come to god like the enemy will lie to us and tell us like god can't forgive you and that's only pushing me farther away like i could stop right in this moment and um like, ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Or I could keep being like, you're right. Like, no, I can't. And then I'm, you know, a day, like, three weeks, like, five years that years. I won't ask forgiveness for that when I could have just stopped even in that moment. And I think, yeah, I was on Joni Stepp's Instagram. Like, it said, like, even if you don't feel forgiven, you are forgiven. I was like, that's such, yeah. you know, like, powerful words. Like, a lot of times we might not even feel forgiven, but, like, we are. That's such a good point because there's... Like, God will, like, if you have that earnest heart and you take it to him and truly ask, like, for forgiveness, he will forgive you in that instant. But sometimes it's so hard for us to accept that forgiveness and to believe. I don't really want to say believe because sometimes we do know that God mm-hmm. has forgiven us. It's like, but we can't get over what we did. Yeah, like, and what then we've sometimes, done. like, we just keep doing the same thing because it's like, okay, well, I might as well just keep mm-hmm. going this way because there's no way and you know like you're just digging the hole deeper and yeah. it's again like I was thinking about this in this moment like the two people who know you the best like 
God and yourself, like, you know what you're thinking. Like, you don't, you might think that you know what I'm going through or, like, the way my facial expression is, but you don't know what I'm literally, like, thinking unless I tell you. And then God knows what my thoughts are, you know? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, he knows me better than I know myself, but, like, the best next thing to him knowing me would be myself to be Mm -hmm. able to tell you, like, we're, like, you know, fighting against each other if I'm not willing to accept what he's telling me. And, like, believe in who he says he is, that he loves me, and, you know. Yeah. I think that's key, to know that he loves you. And, I don't know, there have been times where I felt like I've had to ask God, like, I know you love me, but remind me again. Like, Mm -hmm. show me ways that I know you're speaking to me, whether it be, like, birds in the morning I hear him singing, or, like, I see birds fly by, or... I notice more of, like, sunsets, and, because I love nature, I really do, or if I see, like, wildflowers everywhere, like, things that I know that my father knows that I Mm -hmm. love, and if I, like, if he brings that to my attention more, like, I had that moment where, like, Lord, I need you to tell me, like, you love me and to show me, because I was just in a really rough spot, and I needed to be reminded of that my father loves me. I knew that he did, but I needed to feel... I don't want to say that because I don't want anyone to feel like you can't feel your father's love. But you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's just, like, just a like a sweet reminder. Any person, like any relationship you have with any person on this earth, like there's one thing to just, you know, like I see you every single day. But like the conversations we have or that, you know, I care about you, like the way I act towards mm-hmm. you, the things I say. Like, so sometimes, I mean, we're going to need God to show us like, yeah. hey, like. I love you. Like, even if it's something small, like, you could think, and it's really good to remind yourself and reflect, like, hey, remember two days ago when there was some random person who stopped and paid for my food in the drive-thru? Like, thank God, you know, that I was really stressed out then, and that person came along and did that for me, and just, like, I don't know, embracing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. I hope that helps helps people because I know um, I know that things that that people struggle with and that the enemy wants us to believe that the father will never forgive us and that he'll never forget the things that we've done and he um, he doesn't love us because of the things that we've done and that's crazy because that was the whole purpose of Jesus dying mm-hmm. on the cross because he loved us so much and he he loved us so much that he wanted us to come home with him you know yeah. It's not just to be our friend for right now, but he wants us to spend forever with him. I think that's awesome. So, uh, speaking of friends, um, so I've been wondering, wondering, what, um, <laughs> wondering, <laughs> not wondering, but praying, that's a better word. I wondered what I should talk about, because, um, what I should say on here and, like, um, what part. <laughs> I really just closed the part of my Bible that I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, just um, praying and um, listening for God to show me, like, what is it of my story that he wants me to share um, at this point and moment on this podcast. And, um, yeah, but also going back to the friends thing. Well, after he kind of showed me some stuff he wanted me to talk about, um, about me personally, and then, I know me and Tiffany have, like, this, uh, I don't, I use the word weird a lot, but I use it in a literal sense, so I'm, I'm giving you this before I say the word weird. I literally mean, like, it's just different. different. Yeah, like, I don't mean, like, how we're like, oh, that's so, like, ooh, like, what's going on there, you know? <laughs> but, like, it's just, like, our French. I did it again. (laughs) People, I got to work for this scripture. Finding it for the third time now. Um, Unless God's telling me, you need to shut that and wait. But anyway. Sorry. (laughs) Also, God was showing me, like, um, to kind of, I don't know why. Maybe it's just for you. When you have this recorded when you're old. And you can listen to this, but, like, just, like, um, our friendship is so, like, weird. Just, like, it feels like, just, like, we're connected to each other in a weird way. Like, 
I don't, I don't really know how to explain it unless someone, like, knows, like, they've had something like that. Like, I really cannot, like, describe to you, other than, this sounds so weird, but it'll make <laughs> sense because of the scripture that I'm going to read. So it'll be, like, in context. Like, they're just, they feel, like, really connected to each other. Like, um, I mean, someone that you feel, like, brings out the best in you mm-hmm. and, like, encourages you That's and, like, spurs way. you and, like... You know, like, this person offers me something that I need and, like, lifts me up and does something for, like, my soul that I need. Like, it just feels good to you. Like, I don't know. It's like a a constant, um, like, hey, I'm empty and just being around you, like, fills me up and, Mm -hmm. like, I can do whatever God wants. Not that God doesn't fill me up, but it's the iron sharpens iron. Like, you, like, anytime I'm, like, I'm really low on one part of whatever, um spiritually or maybe not even spiritually like I know like just being around you or you will speak life into that and it's just I don't know I know you mean like yeah iron sharp and iron that's really what it is but I don't know if I've said it yet or not but like after um David defeats Goliath in uh first Samuel chapter 18 like right after right at the beginning it says After David had finished talking with Saul, Jonathan became one in spirit with David, and he loved him as himself. From that day, Saul kept David with him and did not let him return home to his family. And Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as himself. And then um, in verse 4 it says, Jonathan took off the robe he was wearing and gave it to David, along with his tunic and even his sword, his bow, and his belt. I feel like that's, like, man, like, that is a beautiful friendship, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. it literally says, like, they're one in spirit. And I know, like, there's people that God puts, like, in your path that they're going to help you get on your mission to go somewhere. Or, you know, like, there's people who are only there for that season to teach you a lesson or to help you get to one place. But, like, I feel like a lot of, like, our vision or you know, like, what we want to do in life, like, is very much aligned, and, like, God's Mm -hmm. given us somebody to help push that, or, like, encourage us, and, like, to stick with those things, and, you know, to hold each other accountable, and to learn so much, like, about him, and there's other people, like, I feel like, man, like, my relationship with you has, you know, really helped me grow, like, in my walk with God, but, um, anyway, sorry, and, like, him saying, like, he loved him, like, as himself, like, you know, like, I love you just as much as I love myself, like, I would take care of you, you know, and he gave him, like, his, you know, weapons and stuff, like, his means for protection, like, I value your life, like, as much as I value my own, like, I'll take the clothes off my back and, like, give them to you, like, that's how much he cared for him, and I feel like, man, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's really good. I do feel like we have that friendship. Yeah. And it's just like, and it's very, um, anointed, I feel like, and very on God's timing of when it happened and just things that, um, I've had on my heart and then like you've had on your heart and I didn't even know like those things, like we treasured like specifically, like I didn't even really, really think of like that was something that you were so passionate about. And then one day God was just like, and that's crazy because like, I'm sure God planted both of that in like, both of those things in our hearts, or that same thing in both of our hearts, and, like, whenever, like, it was time for us to really, I mean, we've known each other for a long time now, but, like, to really be close, like, mm-hmm. Jonathan and David is just, like, all right, now here's the time, and that seed I planted in both of you all, like, I wanted to see it to, to bloom, and that's so cool, and I feel like that's really, like, what happened with Treasured, and so many other things, like, man, we've been on fire with Bible studies, with, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, like, really listening to the Spirit and doing things that people will probably feel like it's so uncomfortable because our culture is so different, like, playing, or not playing, praying in um, public and things like that. Yeah, and I think, too, I mean, I know we've talked about this, but for all you people out there in radio land, um, (laughs) but, (laughs) you know, just, like, there's people that when I get around them, I feel com- more comfortable. Like, yeah, I know they have my back. I know that they're mm-hmm. just like, even in that scripture, like, I know you're going to give me your sword because you're going to be like, yeah, like, go ahead and do that. Like, oh, you want to pull over and turn around and like, you know, go pray with those three people on the side of the street. Like, I know that you're going to be like, okay, let, let's go do this. Like, you know, yeah. that's just like God's normal. There it is. Like, yeah. you know, like, it's not weird, you know, just like going with it. I think that's awesome. 
think so too. Yeah. And just like feeling things, you know, like being one in spirit and being like in unity with people and knowing like, okay, this is the direction that we need to go with whatever the situation is. I think that's good. I don't know which of these events came first, but my mom would send me cards while I was in school and one of them had this scripture in it. Um, I think this came second. In Isaiah, yeah, 55 and 8 through 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And like, I don't know, that's something I always try to keep in mind, like, I'm looking at this from this angle, and God's got some totally different picture. Like, you know, like, I can't even think on his level. His ways are, like, so much bigger than mine. Like, I'm never going to be able to fully comprehend. And I think, I know for some people that's really frustrating, but it excites me. Because that means, like, there's always something, something I can learn. learn. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> and, like, I'm never going to be able be to. Bored. Yeah, yeah, like, I can't, you know. It won't stop. Like, I literally am incapable of fully understanding everything about God. Like, that's awesome. And also, too, like, Rod Justice said, uh, if I can figure out God, what do I need him for? Like, that was something I was oh, like, wow. man, that really stuck with me. You know, yeah. like, uh, that's like, like, if you really think about that, like, if I, you know, know everything about God, like, I know how he works, like, I know why everything's like this, like, and why would I need help? Yeah, you know, like, oh, I'm, like, on the same level as him at that point, pretty much, like, <clears throat> I don't need him, but I think that that was really cool, and it really spoke to me when she sent me that card, like, that scripture was like, yeah, I needed to hear that at that moment, because just like in youth group and I remember getting up to pray for our devotion time like in impact um at our at our youth service on a Wednesday night and just being like you know like really passionate like God was really showing me like he wants to blow our mind and that's like a phrase that's really stuck with me for a couple years like he wants to go way beyond like his ways are like way up here and like Mm -hmm. I can't even get on that level like anything he does is going to be like wow like in comparison to something I could come up with and even like in Ephesians like when he talks about that like he wants to do like greater things than I can even think of like you know like I can't even think of something that would be big enough for what like God wants to do you know I feel like we come up with some like pretty you know I can't even like think as big as he can you know it's like we love projects so we're constantly like Oh, here's this one. And it's like, God can top that. And we're like, man, this is pretty big. (laughs) I want to go do a devotion on the moon (laughs) and do a live feed for everyone and then fly them to Mars. He's like, nope, I can do something greater. I'm about to send you to a new galaxy without (laughs) an astronaut suit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, like, I know that's a ridiculous, like, example, but, like, think of, like, your faith in that. Like, I'm going to send you to some place, like, beyond, like, what is, you know, this world. Like, you can have, like, thinking that's way beyond, like, God said, like, we're in this world, but, yeah, but not of it. Like, he wants us to be in that other, like, galaxy, like, not literally a different galaxy, but, like, our thinking needs to be outside of this and, like, realize, like, there's so many opportunities for us to, like, bring that, like, wow, like, look at that Jesus in this moment and just seeing moments that would, like, blow people's mind. And even our culture is so, like, individualistic and focusing on me. Like, now even stopping somebody in the grocery store to say, hey, how are you? Like, that would be weird, you know, that I stopped you and said, like, oh, gosh, like, what's wrong with her? Why did she just stop me? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) People probably think we're really weird. We do that all the time. Yeah. I don't know, but I think it's always awesome just, like, giving people compliments because it really does help them. There's so much to learn from other people's, like, walk. Like, that's why this is cool. Like, this whole podcast. Like, there's so much to learn Mm -hmm. from other people if we'll stop and just, like, listen. Like, that's why I think it's important to, even for me, to stop and, like, listen to what God's doing in the lives of older people. And, you know, I learn a lot from younger people. Just, like, just being, you know, 
encouraged. One of my favorite things about you is um, your thing with pennies and how important um, they are to you and what God has taught you through your pennies. So if you just want to talk about that for a little bit and just to um, encourage people to really just be a part of God's normal, like you touched on a little bit earlier. So, uh, yeah, so there was this one day that I was in the car with Erica, and she was dropping me off at my dorm at Marshall, and she was, <laughs> I had, I was back home, so I didn't hear, um, I wasn't at church the Sunday that she was talking about, um, Angel Fry, yeah, one of the most, like, encouraging people on the planet. Really, though? Um, she... She beams joy. <laughs> literally. But, uh, she was talking about her talking about, um, pennies and how people pick them up and if they're on, like, the head side and they're, like, um, that means that they're lucky. And she was saying, you know, like, no matter what, it's, like, you know, trust in God, like, because that's what it says on there. And just, um, thinking that when you see a penny, like, it doesn't matter. It's not about luck. Like, you know, trust in God. And so... I started noticing pennies on campus, and I would pick them up, and I would tell myself, like, trust in God. Like, I would remind myself, and then it was starting to happen. Like, I felt like, like, I started seeing pennies like crazy. I was like, man, this is so crazy, like, how this is happening, and she just told me about this, and I felt like I was seeing pennies all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, it started to seem like God would use the pennies. Like, he was teaching me, like, okay, like, you, like say this when you see a penny like remind yourself like trust in God and I literally every time like I would see a penny I started seeing them everywhere I'd be like trust in God like reminding myself so then it seemed like I would see him and I would tell myself like or I wouldn't say it out loud but I would just think because my mind was trained like just like having that foundation in God like I had created a foundation of when I see a penny it reminds me like trust in God and so um I started seeing him and then Either something was going on and, you know, it was kind of like God reminded me, like, hey, like, this is under control, like, trust me. Or it would seem like I would find one and then something would happen, like, not necessarily bad, but, like, something good or, like, something crazy, like, like, awesome. Like, um, like, wow, like, didn't see that coming, but, like, God told me to trust him and, like, he opened some crazy door for me and it was Mm -hmm. awesome. And I think it's really cool to see, um how he's like used that and how it's um like it's turned into be like this pillar like in my life Mm, like something that I come back to like this is a part of like who I am like Mm -hmm. my identity not that I'm like okay my identity is in a penny you know (laughs) but like something that I do and like it's just become a part of like my faith and God will speak to me and um you know, I know we've talked about this too, but just like being open to like hearing from him in a way that might seem weird to everybody else. But I know that if I'm open to him talking to me like that, then he's willing to do it. And, um, I think Becky said that, but like, you know, like if we're willing to like, she didn't say it like that, but she was talking about like just being willing to like listen to him. Mm -hmm. Like he's talking all the time, you know, but, um, I'm thinking about like if Erica, you know, I'm sure she didn't think that when she said that to me, like, Mm -hmm. it was going to turn into this huge thing for me, like, in my life, and, like, God using that, and I think that's also another cool reminder, like, if you feel led to say something, I'm not saying she did in that moment, like, he could have just used that conversation to really, but sometimes, maybe she just had that thought, and just, like, okay, it came out, and he used that moment, but... Like, you never know why God wants you to say something or wants yeah. you to use, like, a specific wording for how you say something. And he'll use that for somebody else or he might use it for you to come back to later. And it's really cool to, like, watch how he'll do something like that. And now, like, I don't know. I just change, man. <laughs> like, I just... That sounds crazy probably to all you people in radio land again but (laughs) like sometimes if I'm like okay God I'm not really sure what you're telling me right now use pennies to help me like I'm not saying all my major life decisions are made by the flip of a coin that makes me sound crazy but I know like there's a crazy example I don't feel like I'm meant to talk it's not something bad but like that's not where this is Mm -hmm. meant to go right now but yeah like Tiffany knows what I'm talking about but it's like insane like it was definitely from God yeah 
It's crazy. So much of you in this is just, um, and it doesn't even have to be a penny. Like, this is literally, like, your faith, like, with anything. Like, you want to make sure, without a shadow of a doubt, that this is God telling you to do this, to say this, to make this next move in your life, to go to this place, or to, even so simple, like, literally, should I go to this Walmart or the other Walmart? Should I eat at Taco Bell or Wendy's? Or should I call this person at 5 o'clock or 8 o'clock? Like, I know that sounds crazy to people who, I guess, who don't have that yet or, like, haven't experienced that yet with God. But so much of that, of who you are in that is literally, it always makes me think of Gideon and just how, like, he had so much faith and, like, and he wanted to hear from God. And that's what is amazing, too, is, like, he believe. He's like, okay, Lord, if I throw this blanket out and, um, if it's dry, like I know it'll be from you. And if I throw it out and it's, um, wet this time, I know. And the, the ground will be dry. I see you do that all the time. And it's just like, I love when you do it because it strengthens my faith, my faith. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like she literally specifically said and asked God, like, Lord, if this is what your will is and you want it this way, then show me in this very specific way or like you, um, with your pennies and things like that. And so much so that I do that now. And I'm just like, I mean, I don't know if I'm flipping coins like you all the time, but like it's in ways that the ways that God will speak to me. I'm like, okay, Lord, if you want me to do this, then, um, have have someone like come to me and talk about that Mm -hmm. or have, um, let me see something today that will remind me of that or like really know. And I don't know, like that's helped me a lot too, just to see. Yeah. That. I think I've heard of it. Not like, you know, like oodles of people saying, you know, I do that. But like, I mean, it'll be something simple. Like, Hey, if you want me to go hand this person $5 million, like let them like rub their head and pat their stomach. Cause I'm just like, I want to be sure, you know, Sometimes I think, too, like, that's me, like, okay, God, like, is this really, like, you're really sure right now? But, like, (laughs) I I think it helps me, and sometimes, like, I don't want people to think, like, I don't do anything, like, if, without asking him, like, give me three signs, make the door knock three times, you know, (laughs) but, like, I know, like, if he's, like, go pray with this person, like, even if I'm, like, making that up, I'm not saying, I'm sure, like not making that up but like it's okay to think let me go pray with these people like it's never going to hurt somebody for you to pray with them but yeah you know like sometimes I think we're carrying something that somebody specifically needs and yes. like I'm putting a stop on that by not being obedient, obedient. Mm-hmm. So. I think obedience is is key in that and I think that's what your search is always for it's not okay like what does share want in this moment so you just ask God, like, okay, Lord, what is your will? Because I want to be obedient to your plan because I know that's what's um, really where the fruit's going to come from. Mm-hmm. I was going to read this scripture in Judges six seventeen. now that we're talking about Gideon, but um, like what you're talking about, he says, like, um, Gideon replied, if now I have found favor in your eyes, give me a sign that is really you talking to me. And like, I think that that's really cool. Like, God speaking to me, like, show me that it's you, you know? Mm-hmm. I think, too, like, as we are closer, like, knowing his voice and, um, there's different things that I ask about. Like, there's certain things, maybe, you know, like, as you get closer, like, okay, you don't ask him, like, show me this is you anymore, because I know, like, this certain things, like, I might feel a certain way when I know that that's God, like, telling me to do something. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, people feeling, like, you know, like, talking about, like, that pull on their heart or whatever. Like, a lot of times if God's telling me I need to go pray for someone very specifically or if I need to say something to somebody or, you know, like, there's something that is really, like, important. Like, he's like, you need to go do that right now. Like, I'll literally feel like I'm about to vomit. Yeah, it does make you sick to yourself because you get so nervous. You're just like, okay. And then sometimes, I don't know, it's just crazy. Like, I'll feel so much better after. But it's not even like, I I don't know. Not even, 
I know sometimes I'm like not nervous. I just know that he's like trying to tell me like, girl, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do need to do this. <laughs> thanks for the opportunity. But really though, like thanks for allowing me to be, you know, a vessel. And we had like a prayer that Pastor Greg led a couple weeks ago. He was talking about being a reciprocal. And I really like that word. A reciprocal of God. I wish you guys could see my hand motions right now. (laughs) That is really good. Yeah. God is good. I want to say that I love you for listening to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for taking the time out of your schedule to listen to this. I'm not editing this out. We really appreciate it. I know how hard little Tiffy's worked. <laughs> if you all could only see her. You know, sometimes she's got sweat on her brow. It's just a good, honest day's work. <laughs> I tell her, I ain't paying you to make more of these podcasts. <laughs> Okay, what's the last thing? Because I want to end it on joy. What's the last thing that you laughed hysterically at? Yeah. Just listening to your mom and your dad. Like, (laughs) I know that they pretty much instantly came up with an answer. But I feel like we laugh so much that it's honestly hard hard (laughs) for me to think, like, hmm, what is something that really stuck out to me that made me laugh? I know there's things... Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many of these things. <laughs> There's got to be some kind of thing. Um, I know this is not the last thing that I've hysterically laughed at, but people really find enjoyment out of this story, so I'm going to tell it. So, literally everyone laughs every time they think of this story, so I'm going to tell it. Oh y'all. my gosh, I already know what it is. <laughs> so, there was this one time... This one time back at uh, camp. Just kidding. I wasn't at camp. I was at a Marshall football game. <laughs> I immediately thought, I don't know what this is. And um, we were back in the... So um, our youth group works the Marshall game. So come check us out in the fall. Buy some um, concessions. Help us raise some money. But anyway, we... Uh, <laughs> nice plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure you're on... It's well, Jefferson Avenue Church of God. Yeah. So we were in the back... And me and one of the um, teenagers, one of my sweet little friends, and um, I guess I can use names, it don't matter, Cassidy and um, Becky, um, my youth pastor's wife, and we were back there, and we were listening, I was playing these videos that I had recently just seen, like, all encouraging, like, getting hype, like, yeah, go on, Jesus, like, let's praise you, let's hear how great you are, like, get pumped up, like, yes, the Lord is good, you know, <laughs> like, when you're in one of those moods, and then Cass is, like, playing some music, like, back there, and we're, like, getting hyped up, and then Becky, I'm like, yeah, let's pray for you, because her foot had been bugging her for a long time. And so then I'm, like, telling Cass, I'm, like, let's pray for everyone. And so we walk out into, outside of the stand into just, like, where all the people walk by in the um, main area. Main area. I know you all know what I'm talking about. The way I'm describing this is so, the main area. <laughs> like just follow at, the arrows Like to we're the at a home area. or something. Yeah. The living room of the football arena. But, uh... <laughs> But yeah, like where you walk past the stands and all that jazz in the underneath. <laughs> I sound like one of those right people, in front like of when the they're concessions. like when they play the sports. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, oh. they scored three hoops as the football. <laughs> I just cannot. Like, if you all, it is literally one forty in the morning right now. Like. Give me some grace, but um, so anyway, in a closet, (laughs) 
Okay, right. so they were so hyped up on so Jesus, hyped up. and they were just ready yeah. to spread that gospel Thank you. and to help yeah. people. It's like, all right, let's go pray. So they came out of the concessions. Yeah, where we could touch the masses. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we gonna stop anybody. Like, you want some prayer? I'm like, yeah, let's go. Like, come on, girl. So then I'm like, yeah, Cass, we're prayer warriors, and I'm like, I do my hands like think of like a cheerleader, like doing their arms up in a V, and like as I'm extending my arms. A lady walks by, like, I didn't see her, and, like, my fist goes up right in time to, like, punch her right in her head. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) prayer warriors! Like... And then I was like, all right, there's the end to that. And we went back in the Ah, concession. Prayer warriors! (laughs) (laughs) Yep. She was feeling something. (laughs) Sorry, ma'am, if you ever hear this. I did tell her sorry in that moment, yeah. (laughs) That is one of my favorite stories. Something I'll carry with me for the rest of my life. (laughs) <laughs> and her. Yeah. <laughs> oh. She'll actually, you know what? She probably doesn't even forget, but how that one little moment lasted a lifetime. Prayer voice. The time <laughs> that she got knocked out. <laughs> okay. Cher, do you want to tell the people out in Radio Land by? So we can end. Bye, the- people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again for listening, and I hope that this helped you and you can just see the small victories in Cher's life and her testimony and I pray that it helps you and you just remember um, that you are overcomers and through the blood of the lamb and the words of your testimonies you will always overcome and to know that Jesus loves you and go study your word and really see how he loves you and what he says about you we'll see you next week and also just um a reminder I read in this um book I'm reading just like a, a book for pleasure um, it's about rest and just like looking at it spiritually. And he said like, we're human beings, not human doings. I was like, man, that was so good. So like, go be, you know, after you listen to this, it'll be on a Thursday. So the next week or even your weekend, like go in with that mindset. Like I'm not just what I'm doing or I'm not just here to just do like, I need to take time to be. And just be in the moment too. Be who you are while you're in Intentional the moment. And being yourself. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, let's end it on that. Be intentional on being yourself. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. And be intentional on being yourself. That's fire share. Hopefully they listen to it and get to that point. <laughs>